Well, welcome to the Debt Matters Podcast, where we help Canadians find solutions to their debt with licensed insolvency trustees from across Canada. I'm Wayne Kay, and in today's show, we're going to be talking about how to cope with all the financial stress that we're dealing with. Gas prices, mortgages, just generally how to make ends meet. You know, it's hard to even save any money. What do you do? Well, my guest today, Francine Myers from Allen Marshall and Associates, licensed insolvency trustee with offices in Alberta, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, and BC. She'll have some ideas. Francine, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, you're welcome, Wayne. Nice to be here. Well, we got an interesting discussion about financial stress and what are you seeing right now through your office and uh, through... I guess research, how how are Canadians doing when it comes to financial stress? So this is a very different time that I've ever seen. And I I went through the, I've been doing this for a long time, and I went through, you know, the recession in the late uh, 80s and the early 90s. This is very different. We're seeing people who have, you know, a good income, who aren't even making ends meet and having to go to the food bank to supplement for their grocery bill. We're seeing people putting their utilities on a credit card because they can't pay the power bill. We've seen such an increase in prices uh, for things that we all have to use, gas and groceries and what have you, that I think it's caught us all, all off guard. I, I know it caught me off guard. I it, it, The last six months have been a bit of a whirlwind. And with the rise in interest rates, which means that payments on debt is rising as well, uh, I think everybody's pretty much squeezed and at their rope's end. It's not good. It's not good what we're no. seeing as a, as a country. And you can see, well, you can kind of see how things keep going up. We get these uh, different taxes that are added in. Our gas price goes up. Gas price affects the grocery stores. It, it's just this vicious circle. And then we all have to have, there's a lot of uh, cost of living raises that are going on as people are trying to, well, companies are trying to retain people because they can't find workers. And so with all, everything that's going up and up, it's this it's this upward spiral that we are seeing from everywhere, like for right from the taxes to the gas to the having to pay people more, which means then we have to charge more. And it's like, how is this going to end? How are we going to stop it? And it's funny because that's what I was kind of thinking the other day. I was like, where where is this going? Like, when is this going to end? When are we going to have a little bit of relief? And I honestly, Wayne, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. scary, a scary time, and that's for sure. What did? What did? I, I don't even know where to even start with this. Well, <laughs> you know what, what I here's what I was kind of thought we might want to kind of discuss, right? Because and it is to kind of give little ideas for people for the things they're kind of facing these days, uh, ideas of how they can really buckle down and save a bit of money, uh, make ends meet, uh, deal with uh, the poor folk who are, uh, you know, have these mortgages renewing now. Well, right? Yeah, let's start with that. Oh, How is that for a sh- That's unbelievable. 
Yeah, because uh, the, the con- and it's funny because the conventional wisdom, you know, how to save, how to do this, how to do that. I don't think that works anymore now. Really? Right. Okay. I think it's very, very different. Right. So, well, let's start with mortgages because there's a lot of folks who are going to be facing renewals in the next little while. All those five-year mortgages are coming due when the interest rates were so low five years ago, and even over the next, you know. The next three years, there's going to be a lot of sticker shock when you go back to the bank, right? Mm-hmm. So here's here's how I'm going to, I'll have to go on eventually as well. So here's how I'm going to kind of approaching. So I'm, and here's how I would advise someone. Definitely have your goals in mind as to what you're going to be doing with your property if you're looking to renew, right? If you're going to be retiring in a few years, well, don't get a five-year mortgage. You know, get your three-year mortgage because you don't want to hit with with, you know, big penalties. If you're going to be in your home for a long time, then try and you know lock in if you can for as long as you can as low a rate. Um, and just being very, very careful. Now, the thing is, don't just take as well the renewal rate that your bank sends you that email. I'm sure we all get it. Hey, click here, you can renew your mortgage, right? Always go back to your bank and ask them to do something better than that because they can. Mm-hmm. They absolutely can, right? You can also start, if you want to start thinking about it a little earlier on, you can start kind of shopping around at the different lenders and see what there is. Keep in mind, though, you will have to start to do that fairly early because a mortgage application can be fairly complicated. That, you know, the new lender will need information to do credit checks. And if your credit isn't good, you might be pretty much stuck with the lender you have. So that I just kind of throw out there. So you have to be very careful when it comes to your credit score. You can also go see a mortgage broker. Keep in mind as well, mortgage brokers only have access to certain lenders. They're not like, you know, someone who can just look at everything and help you with all the different lenders. They're only tied into certain lenders. So you might want to speak with different brokers to see what different brokers can do for you. The key is really shopping around. So here's the kind of takeaway with that. Think of how long you're going to have the property, how long you're going to be in there, what your goals are with the property. Uh, Think of how much you could afford your mortgage going up. There's a lot of good mortgage calculators online. So just see what your wiggle room is, right? Don't forget to put in or factor in any property taxes. And make sure that when you're renegotiating mortgage, you find out if the mortgage, the lender, also includes property taxes. Because more and more, they're not, Mm -hmm. right? So big shock, you know, you think you're paying this and all of a sudden you're not, and then you get hit your property tax bill. So you are also going to have to save up for that. The other thing that I've run into lately, Wayne, and this is kind of related to mortgage, but it's not, but it's a good heads up. Uh, at least one bank I know reports a mortgage out of the line of credit on your credit report. What? Really? Yeah, not as a mortgage. So it looks like you got this huge credit card that's maxed out. Why would they do that? Never heard of that. Bank of Montreal does it. Really? There it is. <laughs> I don't know if other ones do it, but I know for a fact the Bank of Montreal does it. They put it on your credit report as a line of credit, which is your you know unsecured revolving debt is what we call it in, in my world. Mm-hmm. And it will drop your credit score continually every month because the credit reporting agency, either Equifax or, you know, TransUnion thinks that it's a big credit card, essentially that's maxed out almost. Yeah. 
So keep that in mind. Make sure you ask questions because that can be an indirect effect which will affect you in the future. Make sure they actually report it as a mortgage under the installment section is where things like car loans should be, right? Yeah. So that's just kind of a tip when you're renegotiating mortgages because I've seen banks doing that. I know specifically Bank Montreal has done it. I think some other banks are doing it as well. There are actually mortgages that are lines of credit. They're like a bank account slash line of credit. They will probably, and I'm not 100% on this, but you should, you know, our listeners should check. They may report as a line of credit as well, which will not help your credit score. So you just got to keep an eye on everything there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a shopper. I, I, I shop around for everything. I will do everything I can to save a dollar. And so yeah. it, to me, this is just common that I would always be investigating and checking out different options so that when I go back to my bank to renew, I can say, here's what's going on. Here's the great offers I've had from other places so that it yeah. can help it's me negotiate. It's a competitive market. Absolutely. And if they want your business, then they need to be competitive. So never agree to the first number that a bank gives you. Like you said, Wayne, shop around, see what somebody else can do for you. Now there's families that are having a tough time with, uh, you know, just making ends meet. Uh, what do they do? Especially when you have mortgages and, and food costs, yeah. et cetera. Let's talk about the families. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that? I mean, it's probably one of the you know, most common things that people say, I can't make, because of course I'm a licensed insolvency trustee. Um, I can't make ends meet. But when we sit down and actually start talking about their income and their expenses, most people, I'm going to say nine out of 10 people, don't really know where their money is going. They don't know really how much they're spending on gas. They don't know how much they spend on coffee. They don't know how much they spend on groceries. They really do not have a really good handle on it. And some of the numbers we come up with, uh, which is really interesting, at the end of working on their budget, they're showing like a $300 surplus, surplus. Wow. I know. And I said, (laughs) this can't be. Nobody has extra money at the end of the month. Uh, They don't know where things are going. They have no idea. So I can't stress enough right now, right, is to actually sit down, go through a bank statement, see where your money is going, because you will probably find there's those sneaky little expenses that you're not thinking about that maybe you may not need either or you could cut back on which are really making it hard to live things like uh, some streaming services you signed up for something right or um, I'll go through people's bank statements with them and we'll try and work on their budgets again and you know and I say well what's that and they're like geez I don't know yeah oh I've heard of that yeah that's amazing yeah I don't know what that I that might have been in did I sign up for that? Right. Wow. And they're not sure where it's going. And it's a, when they go back, it's a reoccurring, let's say $10 payment. And then you have another reoccurring $10 payment. And then you have something else for $20 that you may not even use anymore. You know, these old subscriptions that you have. So I always say to people, make sure you go through, kind of do like a payment audit, see what's going out. Okay. Right. See if it's reasonable, see it's realistic and then go down and, and, and kind of decide what you want to keep, what you don't want to keep. You're probably going to find at least $200 a month of things that you're spending on that you shouldn't be. Well, shouldn't be, don't even care about anymore. That's going out that you could be in your pocket or something else. It's like the, uh, when you have power 
hydroelectricity in your home. And it's like those little, that white electricity, they call it, that there's a little light that's always on that, yeah. you know, is 25 cents a day. Mm-hmm. Well, you multiply that, you know, 10 times over, and then you multiply that through the whole month. And you're like, gee, I could just unplug this and I wouldn't have that cost. So that's what it is. It's not necessarily the large items that people are having problems with these days. It's all these other little spending that we're not paying attention to that we could actually pair out and it would really help a lot. So hundred percent go through, see where your money's going. Right. Five times, probably like my wife and I love to go for lunch. Well, you can't go for lunch now for less than $50. It's 50 bucks for the two of us to go for lunch and that's having water. You know, I'm not, I know. So I go for, go out for lunch five times. That's $250 out of my account. And so yeah. there you go. There's your challenge. You look at how many times you've gone out for lunch or brought in takeout because everybody's busy. Busy. So that's and here's a great the, one. You know, here's the hard thing too, right? You can't make those little things going out with your wife. It's a pleasure, right? It's a time where the both of you go out, you know, you spend time together, but it's getting to the point where you have to start making decisions and priorities. And maybe it's not every week maybe it's every second week right or maybe you just go out for a nice you know long lingering you know coffee and stare in each other's eyes <laughs> instead right we just did it as a challenge like just the, the, this last month we just said uh no takeout no restaurants for one month and, and it was there's a couple of times where we felt like oh I, I kind of feel like we should go out but we didn't but but the, just a little it's a little challenge that we like to do every once in a while but that was a big one. I couldn't believe how much money I was spending by doing what you're saying, following along, tracking it down, and how much money I was eating out. So that's one way to save money. Is there other ideas that you have? You know, people are having tough times making ends meet. They just can never seem to save money. What do they do? Okay, so you know what? There's another good question, right? Little things like, and these things you wouldn't even think of. All right, so here, here's one tip that I've heard about thinking how people are saving money. All right. You know how they have all these different series these days. And of course they put them all on the different subscriptions. So if you want to watch something, you have to have Paramount. If you want to watch something else, you got to have Crave. You've got to watch something else. You got to have Netflix. All right. So they never put them on the same or prime or whatever it is. These great shows, they never put them on the same subscription. They put them on all different subscriptions so that you have to get them, Mm -hmm. right? So one thing that I've heard, especially young people are doing this, which I think is brilliant. They get Crave, let's say for a month, they binge that series and then they cancel Crave. (laughs) Okay, I kid you not. Yeah. And then let's say there's something on uh, Paramount they want to watch. So they, you know, get Paramount for a month, they binge that series and then it's gone. Right. And they are starting to do that. So if you're looking at, you know, some of these are fairly pricey. Yes. You know, the other way to sometimes reduce costs, if it's like Disney, parents want Disney and they're not going to binge that for a month and, you know, let it go because the kids want Disney. And it's 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 a great subscription. There's lots of things you can watch on it. Sometimes if you pay yearly rather than by the month, you save money. Mm -hmm. Right. That happens as well. Here's another thing. Don't drive as fast. 
<laughs> okay. There you go. Fine. Fine. <laughs> uh, Wayne, not talking to you, right? But really. No, I totally get I, it. I'm on the highway. I've started doing this to try and save gas because gas is crazy, yep. right? I'm on the highway. I'm doing the speed limit or I have to confess sometimes under the speed limit. Right. And I gotta tell you, people are blowing by me in SUVs and pickups. And I'm thinking, Oh my God. Yeah. How much gas is that? So, you know what, going down to just actually just driving the speed limit, which is probably hard for a lot of us. Cause a lot of us are usually 10 above, right? Mm -hmm. Just going to speed limit or a little bit under, you would be absolutely amazed as well how much money is going to save. The same thing with a very simple thing is don't take off like a bat out of you know what after your light turns green. Yeah, yeah. Slowly accelerate. That takes an awful lot of gas, right? Just be very careful. Don't walk on your brakes and then, you know, start quickly. These are things that are bringing down your gas bill. So it's not, again, the big things that are really hurting people. These days, everything costs more. Right. So what we're going to have to do, I think, is just little savings here and there that are going to add up. So instead of death by a thousand cuts, it really does come back to a penny saved is a penny earned. Right. Yeah. A lot of people as well are not using or getting out of uh, cable uh, because they can do the just the streaming services either using uh it's you know the apple sticks the fire sticks the roku whatever else there is i'm not sure you buy those one time you've got access to this you get a few of the channels you enjoy and all of a sudden just using your internet your prices have gone down quite a bit well, so there's a lot of way that people too. kind yeah. of shave that as well yeah i know uh, also, yeah. look at your uh, the the phone that you have not used. A lot of people have a house phone that they have not touched forever yes. because everybody has a cell phone. So there's another quick little idea. And it, yes. as you keep adding all these things on for all the people who are listening who are like, oh, okay, yeah, no, this all makes perfect sense. And I would like to buy a home one day. Uh, is there any hope? There is, but it is getting much harder, I must say, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing I always say to people, you know, work out. All right. So I, I hear a lot of people saying as well, oh, yeah, I want to buy a house one day. But nobody seems to actually sit down and make that a priority because houses, that's like saying I want to lose 10 pounds, but still, you know, eating donuts. <laughs> it doesn't work, Wayne. I right. tried it. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah. So you've got to sit down again, see where your money's going. If this is a priority, then you have to agree it's a priority and you have to work towards it. Right. Um, I guess there's no other way I can say it. Right. Uh, you've got to make a plan. Homeownership these days is not going to fall into your lap. Right. Yeah. Now, there are actually um, some a couple of government programs. One's been around for a long time. The other one's just starting on Monday. Really? Right. OK. Really. All right. So you heard it here first. Well, not really, but, you know. <laughs> They announced it last year at budget. So, you know, it's just coming in now, which is great. Okay. The first one that people know about is your home buyer's plan through an RRSP, right? Where you can put money into an RRSP, get a tax break on your taxes, obviously, and then use that money. You take out a fair chunk of it towards a house and slowly repay that money back in RSP over 10 years, not get hit with a big tax debt. 
So that has helped a lot of people with a down payment because they can take money out of the RRSP without getting this big ding of a tax burden in one year and slowly pay it back. And frankly, some people don't even pay it back. And the only thing that happens is you take whatever you would pay as taxes and you spread it out over 10 years. So either way, it's win-win, Okay. right? It really does help, okay. right? Yeah. This new program, right, is kind of a hybrid between uh, an RRSP and a TFSA, okay? Damn. It's called, da-da-da, a tax-free first home savings account. Oh, okay. Right? Yep. Yep. It's coming into force on Monday, right? And what you do, it is actually like a TFSA, right? But the money you put into it for a house, but so it's not just a TFSA. It is a specific new registered plan, right? Savings plan. The money you put into it, you put in tax-free. Yes. Right? Yeah. So you don't pay. So it's like an RRSP that way. Really? Oh, yeah. I love that idea. Yeah. Another great one. <laughs> exactly. Right? So it is a savings account, right? And you can put in up to $40,000 and you still get this tax break. It's tax free. Yeah. Right? Over a five-year period with a maximum of $8,000 a year. Now, $8,000 a year is still a lot of money. So I think most people... You know, it would be like, okay, I, 8,000 is a lot. So, I mean, if you only put in 4,000, well, you've still got, you can save up to $40,000 if you want. Right. right? Yeah. Wow. And okay. It and what is, is it called for, it, It's called for, okay, um, let me get the acronym, uh, Tax-Free First Home Savings Account. And it's, it's meant for first-time homeowners. But you know what? If you haven't owned a home in four years you can start using this as well. Oh, Francine, I don't know where you come up with all this great information. We've run out of time. Yet again, we could just talk for like an hour without any problem at all. I love what you had to share. Give us your final advice for the people who are feeling just so stressed out on how to cope. They're anxious about everything. What's your final words of advice for us? You're not alone. Reach out to people, uh, even though... Social media, everybody's doing great. Or everybody looks like they're doing great. Listen, there's anxiety. People are, are they, there's loneliness. You're not alone. Reach out to friends, reach out to family, have a cup of coffee with someone, put your phone down and actually talk. That's the best advice you could share. Francine, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time and being on the show. You're welcome. Thanks, Wayne. My guest today, Francine Myers. You can learn more or schedule a free consultation with Alan Marshall and Associates, Licensed Insolvency Trustee, through their website, wecanhelp.ca. Wecanhelp.ca. So if you're struggling, don't know what to do, in financial trouble, and you've got questions, it is a free consultation, wecanhelp.ca. And that is it for today's Debt Matters podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast from. And of course, for more information, you can always check out debtmatters.ca. Thanks for listening. <laughs>